Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello, welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'll be overseeing the shambles today. My name is Daniel Krupp and I'm joined by the rather lovely Tom Butler. It's been a while, but I'm back. Podcast 158. It's going to be a good one. You thought you were too old for this shit. I was too then old you for get, this shit. <laughs> when you think you're out, they pull me back in. Pulled you back in, yeah. And the rather smart-looking Stuart Reed had a shirt, yeah. floral shirt. It's very brave of you. It's not the 70s, but well done. Well, you know, I'm, I'm channeling a bit of Noel Edmonds today. Okay. As long as it's not Jimmy Savile, then you're all I right. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> I thought, now then, I, now then. I, I, <laughs> whoa, whoa. 18 I thought, seconds in the I podcast. I really thought today was going to be a Savile-free zone, and Tom's gone straight in there with a now then, now then. Oi, oi, Savile, oi. And then with one more person, Rich Burpark. Hello. How you doing, Rich? I'm very good. Very good, thank you. He's on the knobs today. He's on the knobs. Um, He's on the knobs. I'm touching them. Hey. The ginger wizard returns. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a thing now? That's the now thing, oh, yeah. Okay. Is it? Greg Rutherford of the of the mixing desk. Okay. <laughs> Tom, we go. Tom, if you're going to bully someone, don't have them recording it at the same time. <laughs> I'm just fed up of bullying first... you. You don't. You don't yeah, I'm glad back, so. And Tom's you... microphone is suddenly down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom, there is a knob on there where you can make him talk like that all the way through. It's quite. Good. I'll show you that one just in case okay. he does it. To Tom, you, you have consistently bullied me since my first day at IGN. You're uh, uh, imminently bullyable. Imminently, imminently, imminently. Get your words right, bully. <laughs> anyway, right. So we're going to bully you even more t- for pointing t- that out. Today has a very loose structure as a podcast. Yeah, I'm going to try to shepherd us. Shepherd us. Yeah, you're the cats, and I'm going to try and herd you towards some kind of inevitable but elusive conclusion. Talking of shepherdess, has anyone been watching the thick of it? Yeah. How good was that last episode? Absolutely brilliant. Just audacious TV film, TV making. I know a lot of people found that episode boring, but you know what? Because they're idiots. Because they're idiots. Because they're idiots who are basically conditioned to enjoy shit (laughs) on television. I don't think they know what good television is. Uh, saying of which, I, I, I popped down to Devon to see t- folks at weekend, and bless them, they watch shit telly. They watch, they watch. The, oh, yeah. the thing is, they watch X Factor. It's like junk food. I like, I like. Just a minute. A- allow me to speak. Right. Allow me <laughs> to begin a sentence and then fucking carry on through it and then finish it and then you can have yet. Turn him riposte. down now, please. Turn him down. All right, Stuart, get on with it. Well, I was just saying, X Factor's rubbish. Is that your, that was your that was what you whoa, were ranting whoa, about. Original observation from Stuart yeah. no, Reid. It's gone. It's like, got to the stage like now Buddha, where it's, it's like Buddha descending a from the mountain. Parody of what it used to be. I don't watch it. Well, which used to be what awful. But now it's a parody of awfulness. Louis Walsh has a perm, doesn't he? Or something he has. Awful. He's done he's something to him. It's like you know when you when you use that that smooth command on Photoshop and it just makes everything look really blurry. <laughs> smoothed his face out. Yeah, they've smoothed his face out. I don't know how they've done it, but he looks. He just looks. Has his face been repainted by that Spanish woman? <laughs> Doing the that's, Jesus. To me, that's my news story of the oh, year. When I come back to look on this year, that's going to be my news story of the year. I saw somebody made this incredibly elaborate Halloween costume, and they've done a big paper mache head, and it's just that awful retouched Jesus. That's brilliant. That's good. Did you have a retouched Jesus? Oh, God. Oh, I saw a very good Halloween costume the other day, which I meant to send to you, which sent to you, Daniel, which was a it's a dinosaur, and it looks like the dinosaur's carrying a man in a box. Uh, like in a, in a cage, but obviously the man is is the dinosaur. Like he's he's yeah. got legs. Like the, yeah, 
It's a very good. Well, you actually on BuzzFeed were you looking at some of the most amazing Halloween costumes? I love BuzzFeed. <laughs> basically, you send me a link to BuzzFeed every single uh, pretty day. much every day, and it's, it's mainly pictures of IGN. dogs com, dressed as people or people dressed as dogs, half naked, early late teenagers. What? Late teenagers. What are you on about? That's what you seem to get on BuzzFeed a lot. Whenever, I'm, whenever you're looking at it, I'm looking over your I shoulder. Think I think that's something else. naked women. That's, that's, that's Reddit creepers. Oh, right. Yeah. Buzz Aldrin's food blog. <laughs> One small bite for man. <laughs> One giant nom for mankind. <laughs> Best wow. podcast ever. Anyway, get back on track. What have you been up to this week? Or uh, last week, actually. Uh, last week. Um, you went commando. Did, yeah. And then you did this thing the day after. Really? Yeah, hey. EA threw yeah. loads of money at me to go and play Warfighter. Because you're reviewing the game. Because I'm reviewing the game. Yeah, and uh, I'd needed a new uh, money hat. So uh, yeah, EA took me into the woods. Uh, well, actually, this is. <laughs> I blew it. And threw money at me. No, it's not you're true. You're in a tent sleeping, and EA's just hitting the outside of the tent. <laughs> <laughs> EA says, look at the corner, look at the wall, look at the wall. Give it a 10. Um, no, actually, what happened was we held a Medal of Honor Warfighter uh, community day. Last Wednesday, uh, so we took four IGN readers, four ass men readers, down to um, down to uh, the, the the woods in Hampshire. I think I don't even know where yeah. it was. I was like reading my book. That's on That's never there. not going to sound sinister, though, is it? No, it was. <laughs> it was meant to. We got there and we were going to do airsoft. So I don't know if anyone's ever played airsoft before, but it's like um, it's like paintball, but you don't fire paintballs at each other. You fire BB pellets at each other. So it's a bit, a little bit less dangerous, but a little bit more sort of realistic. Um, so it was really good. Me and Kilby went, and Kilby just loved so much being an action man. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately... Well, he's very similar to an action man. Got no genitals. Yeah, he's got no genitals, just yeah. smooth. Yeah. Uh, the worst thing that happened to him all day was he lost his alpaca wool scarf, which oh, is obviously... Oh, oh. A, the, a, it's, a, it's a problem commonly encountered by the US military. In, Af- in yeah, Afghanistan, yeah. yeah. Alpaca wool scarf. Remember the scarf. Bosnian conflict was just full of horror stories like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was really good. So there was me uh, and Dan, Charlie from Ask Men, and then Chris, one of our sales team guys, and uh, we... Got the best day of his life. Yeah, the best day of his life. Yeah, I think he he's like a frustrated TA man. He's well, the like, thing is, um, in, in the week prior to this event, uh, it was meant to be all IGN editorial, but I didn't go of my dodgy leg. You didn't go, Stu, because you couldn't be arsed. And Chris, one of our sales guys, was like, well, if no one else wants to go, I'll go. I'll go. And then basically Darren Browning everyone all week going, I'll go. Oh, I'm, I'm up for it. I, I don't mind stepping into the breach. He wanted to basically go and destroy everyone. But we got grenades and everything. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. So, yeah, we did uh, training. We went out there, did some ex- missions. The first one, we had to go and raid a bunker to get a laptop. And me and Charlie were the fire team that did it. We ran in and got the, What's the technique, the Tom? Did you have to breach the door or anything like that? No, I didn't, it wasn't really a building. It was more like things like yeah, piled up. It was a up. shed from being It was more of a shed, yeah. Um, it was like a Wendy house. Yeah, but it was really good fun. Give us your speaking spell. But I would love to do it again. If anyone out there does airsoft and wants to treat us to a day of airsoft, then just let us know because we'll come down. losing a tooth. No, no, it's not that, that dangerous. That, no, that happens quite often with yeah, airsoft. I've got a friend that lost a tooth doing that. Alex got Alex, a friend. I think Alex, Alex, Alex chipped his tooth. His friend, yeah. his friend lost a tooth. But then, uh, yeah, we did some Medal of Honor Warfighter multiplayer in the in the middle of the woods while well, the guys did. And then we took him to the pub and got him really drunk. But no fingering nice. involved. So did you have a good day, Tom? I did. I would say I had a very good day. Now, does that contrast somewhat with your experience of the thing we've been looking forward to for a long time, and that is the Jurassic Park world building app? The what before, before we go on to that, I think maybe someone else is also having a bad day, which is the Medal of Honor itself. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe so we shouldn't worth- sidestep that. Because there's a slight 
if you're listening to this podcast like this weekend, the IGN review of Warfighter is probably not online. I spoke to Mitch. I think Mitch was saying Friday at best, um, mm. Monday at worst, and maybe sometime over the weekend the review will go live. And if you don't know why this is, it's because EA didn't send out review copies of the game. Which is um, never terribly a good sign. It's like that's when they like, don't screen films yeah, for when critics. They don't have a, yeah, that's, that's, well, that's not very good then, is it? No, we'll, we'll contract, we're going to talk about Skyfall um, later on in the show, but Stu and I, in, you know, as a contrast, we saw Skyfall two weeks before it came out and there was no embargo on reviews. So that's like the completely other end of the scale. They're so confident with that movie. So, I mean, there's uh, there has been some news uh, this morning, which is Wednesday, that uh, there's a massive day one patch coming to Warfighter. So, um, uh, it, and it says it covers a multitude of fixes for both the single player and the multiplayer experience. Um, I heard Mitch, I saw read Mitch's tweet, who's reviewing it, and he said that he's playing on multiplayer online, and bits of the level just aren't there. That's crazy. They appear that's out of bad. nowhere. Whoa! It's it's kind of cra- crazy that EA would ship the game at this at at this standard. Just delay it. Well, the thing is, the very fact that there's DLC, there's there's a kind of vehicle for patching stuff and fixing stuff and putting a bandaid on, kind of makes that problem almost. It allows them to do that. It allows yeah. them to kind of get away with it. Yeah. But imagine if you don't have the internet. Well, we've had this yeah. problem before. I'm sure we've had big games come out which needed day one patches and all yeah, sorts of Yeah, but I don't, it sounds particularly severe. Mm. I mean, look at Skyrim. Skyrim came out as a work in progress, pretty much. And it still is a work in progress because they're still adding DLC, still fixing but I, things. I guess the thing with Sky, Skyrim is it's an entire world. It's, 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 it's... The scope and uh, scale the scope of the out, ambitious ways yeah. its reach. Whereas this, you know, let's be honest, this is just about shooting people's faces in. You say that, but then these things are very, very finely balanced. There are number crunchers out there who will finely balance these finally, things. Because, I, I completely get finally balancing it and then rebalancing later. Because, like, Call of Duty, because you don't know in a real world situation, like, people playing that game week one is more to QA testing than they can ever do in house. Yeah. yeah. But bits of level not being there, that's not acceptable. No. I mean, I, I know for a fact that. Um, the Medal of Honor game uh, is tied in with uh, Catherine Bigelow's new film as well, which is Zero Dark Thirty, which, which I believe, on... which is which is based on the, the killing of Osama bin Laden. And I, I'm not sure if that gets a pre-Christmas release in the States. I know we're getting it after Christmas, but whether or not they've had to rush it out to make sure they hit that deadline to the extra is that, promotion. Is that a mission in the game? The, no, it's a DLC mission in the game. Uh, for, I just want to play that, I think. I know, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, I, I don't know, it's bad, especially for those people who pre-ordered and got the game like yesterday in the States. Hang on. So this, this DLC, it's, it's actually you being part of the team that kills Navy SEAL, a, team. A SEAL Team 6, apparently. Well, it's missions from, um, from Zero oh. Dark Thirty. I don't know if you actually get to kill Osama Bin Laden, but. Imagine mm. if you put that in. I don't know what I feel about that. I don't know, because that is so recent. I mean, it's one thing to go back and. Uh, and like have Wolfenstein where you're killing a robot Hitler, but to actually kind of have a game coming out now, or some of the other Metal Honor games like Landing on Normandy, is it time that's the factor? Well, is it? I it's don't know. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, although there's no outrage when you depict. See, it depends uh, on the, the, the problem. The problem is with, with Medal of Honor landing on the beach in Normandy is you're shooting faceless soldiers. This is a real person that was killed. Yes, he did kill thousands of people, mm. but this is someone's death, and and. That needs to be dignified in some way. I saw another film last night called Codename Geronimo, which is also based on the same thing. It's more of a straight-to-TV thing. Um, but what really annoyed me about that is when the when the 
they kill Osama bin Laden, there's been this thing building up where the two soldiers, the two soldiers, main soldiers, are like fighting each other because one of them's sleeping with the other one's wife, and there's mm. this tension there. And then there's this are you weird doing that thing where you give the synopsis of some movie and then no one will watch it. It's straight to DVD. <laughs> okay. Uh, but th- when they kill Osama bin Laden, there's this moment where they kind of unite over killing him, and they both sort of double tap uh, him at the same time and like look mm, at each other, they, they, like they've like made up made the difference. <laughs> <laughs> but that anyway, it's a, a bonding experience. I don't know why I went on to talk about that, but uh, yeah, I mean that's 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 Warfighter. It the seems war, to be plagued with problems, but I mean war tapping Osama. Right, let us know what on, you Tom. think of oh. Warfighter. Yeah, IGN UK feedback. Or IGN Castle Wolfenstein. Or Castle. <laughs> what Kafka. Kafka. I Franz one morning Kafka. to discover I was a giant beetle. Yeah. Let's move on. Franz Kafka appears on the IGN UK podcast for the first time <laughs> and last. Um, I'm slightly disappointed by the Jurassic Park app. It's not all I imagined it to be. I, I thought it was going to be like John Hammond and I wasn't. No, it hasn't I just thought, the fucking music. Because when I started it... Well, uh, all right, just to add, sorry, what is this so Jurassic Park basically, app? I've, I've... Imagine theme park or roller coaster tycoon. Yeah but you're building Jurassic Park. Got it. What like doesn't it. sound good about that? Brilliant. So this was available on the US App Store for a good few months now. And we yeah, discovered we it. so excited. We discovered it a while ago, and this looks like the fucking best thing I've ever seen in my life. Downloaded it, and it all started fine. There's a, um, a screen um, that's, you know, it's endorsed, it's licensed by Universal. It says, celebrating 100 years of Universal. Mm. That opening shot as well, where it goes through the gates of Jurassic Park. You're like, thing. this yes. is that it. Then? No. It's terrible. It doesn't even have the John Williams music. <laughs> I think if you had the John Williams music, I think I'd think it was forgivable. <laughs> My problem was one of the first missions because it's kind of like a park builder in the in. The, I don't know if anyone's ever played Snoopy's Fair or oh, Tapped yeah. Out or anything like that. You know, like yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's building places. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a grind. But yeah, the, the, one of the first things it asked me to do was build a dinosaur enclosure for my Triceratops. Couldn't even find one in the in the. In the options, it was it, terrible. Did you have to pay for it. Did you have to pay for like an enclosure. Smurf berries. I got this close to. Oh, well, I accidentally pressed the button. It said, "Do you want to spend twenty seven ninety nine on in-game credits?" I was like, "No, no thank you. No, thank you." Oh, what's the, oh god, what's the name of the 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 lilac West Indian lilac that the, the, yeah. the Triceratops eats and it kills it? Well, it gives it mouth ulcers. Yeah, that should be the currency in the game. Exactly. There you go. Inside. But we could do a lot better than. Yeah, I just I also don't like the graphics of it. I don't like how it's like kind of pseudo crappy 3D polygon style. It would be nicer if it was like Rollercoaster Tycoon, more kind of. I'll admit I've deleted it already. Have you? That's a shame. I'm playing Tapped Out though, the Simpsons one, and that's quite good. I've heard that. Well, I downloaded it when it first came out, and then um, there was a lot of bugs, and so they took it down, didn't they? Yeah, Mm. and I'm not going to spend money because currency is like speed things up is donuts. Right. You can buy like you can buy like a shipload of donuts for seventy quid. What? That's what? too much money. What? Yeah, it's not not even, you're not buying anything. You're not, buying you're bu- you're, digital. Well, you say you're not buying anything, Tom, but I can build a house that's a volcano. <laughs> okay. So yeah, if you want something tangible, you can't volcano actually, house. Yeah, but you can't actually go inside that house yourself as can, a person. Can through the, can't. Well, through the vehicle of what my you, imagination. What do you guys think about, about in-game payments? Because I they piss me off. Well, it's mm. actually, they're in Forza Horizon. No. If you want to um, get the better car sooner you can drop some cash and buy tokens. Mm. See, I, I had a lot of trouble many years back with uh, buying in-game stuff with Habbo Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. How old are you? Yeah. Did you were you one of those kids who took their mum and dad's credit card? No, see, I, I, I actually remember what I used. There was a special card that you could use for young people called Splash Plastic. And you loaded money onto it. And then you had to go to your local one-stop. Wow. And buy... Um, I think it was yeah. I think you went there and bought Habbo hotel credits. Oh my um, god! And I had a lot of HC Fernies. 
I hope you guys out there know that. HC Fernies? Do you not know this? No. I don't know We're grown-ups. What's, that? What's an HC Fernie? Oh, it's only the best sofa you can buy. <laughs> oh, whoa! <laughs> yeah. In Havo Hotel. <laughs> you got the oh best my sofa. god! Do you know how a hotel used to be based in this very building upstairs? Seriously, serious, yeah. serious, bruv. And um, that yeah. excites me. It's like a homecoming. But isn't wasn't there a thing where Habbo hotels being used by people to groom kids and stuff? I'd imagine like, so. Although, I thought that was Club Penguin. That's oh, right. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I, do you know what? I don't know, but I do know if you couldn't actually swear on there, you weren't allowed to swear. It just came up yeah. with Bobber. Bobber. Yep. Bobber. Yeah, that was it. They, they've got really good kind of uh, swear algorithms and stuff like that and to make sure you can't even create words that look like swear words. Really? Yeah. Wow. I bet you could. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you could. <laughs> it's creative work comes yeah. to swearing, yeah. <laughs> Let's set up an account for you so you can go in there and do, <laughs> I don't do think some that's swearing. A right, does um, anyone want to see a picture of a box? Has Is it Lara Croft's box? <laughs> I'd love to see that. Oh, how mature. Oh. How mature. Sorry, 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 for 10 minutes we've gone from Kafka, one of the greatest German novelists of the 20th century, to... Lara Cross Box. Lara Cross Box. To be fair, though, that bit you said about Kafka, I'm probably going to cut that out, so it's just going to make no sense. And before someone writes and goes, he wasn't German. He wrote in German, so I'm calling him a German novelist. So that's the Tomb Raider box out there. <laughs> All those literary trolls. All our readers, our feedback, we're going to get loads of that, weren't we? Okay, so here's the cover of Tomb Raider. They announced that yesterday. Yeah. Pass it round. Mm. Um, what does everyone think? I think it's tying in, you know, it's very much she's <coughs> the centre of that and she looks quite vulnerable around her. I think that's it. I think it's the vulnerability, it's the vulnerability that comes I think. across, yeah. Um, I, and the mise-en-scene raining. Yeah. So. yeah. I like mm. it. I think it says Tomb Raider. Because it's got, got it written across I, the front. I think it works for me on two levels. And I also think it works across three platforms. <laughs> I'm getting tomb raiding. Yeah, there might be a part of it, and there might be a bow, and she might for some. Uh, she's gone to the beach, which is nice oh, for her. And she's Lovely. Got born arrow. Born arrow. Interesting fact for you. Probably not interesting. Every time I see Tomb Raider, I read it as Tom B. Raider. Tom Brader. Because obviously my name. You is should Tom change B. your name. That doesn't to look. Look at look at that. Tom Brader. Yeah. I know Tom Brader. Was that the hairdressing shop you're gonna? Open? Yeah, <laughs> Tom Brader. Um, but I like it. Um, I think it's gonna sell well. That one. Have we seen much of the footage? Well, the E3 demo, and there's been a preview event since that. Um, I don't know. I think that E3 demo was very divisive. It won IGN's game of E3. Yeah. But I think in this office, you and I weren't that sort of impressed. Is it just shooting wolves, pushing things, problem solving Well, I don't know. I don't know if there's the problem solving. It's not even that, no. It's more kind of that linear, explosive, high adrenaline corridor action game like an Uncharted yeah, it's good from what we've seen right. from what we've seen you know there's still hope that they're going to announce like you know the exploration aspect of the game and you'll mm. be able to camp and go to other places and and I've seen I saw some of it at um, a unnamed expo from another video game website but um, and it I think it, it does look a bit ropey in places yeah, I thought like the demo at E3. I like know the, that was a year graphics. out. I mean, obviously, it's it's only early code. Oh, that's um, all right. There'll be DLC to cover that. I also, <laughs> I hope it's quite a little bit kind of fantastical, like Tomb Raider's always been. Because at the moment, she's just killing thugs on an island. I hope at some point, it's a big fucking dinosaur, dinosaur yeah. or throat, a monster yeah. or something like. Oh, it hasn't gone too know, serious. It's a bit gritty. It's it? a bit poor faced. Yeah, poor yeah. Faced. But maybe that's what's like needed. Be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So that's what we think about Tomb Raider box up. Right, well, 
talking about DLC, let's get on to this, which is um, FIFA. Lots of cheeky FIFA news. Because oh. obviously I, I look after all the, the, the Twitter stuff. So you for, see a lot more than this. You're on the front lines. Yeah, on the front lines. And there's a, there's a huge, well, I don't say huge, but there's, there's a minor a minor sort of um, boycotting of FIFA happening. A lot of people... Um, a lot of people complaining about FIFA, saying there's major problems. It's crashing. Uh, there's problems with. Uh, is it, I think it's the ultimate team mode. Yeah. So yeah. when it's gone online, people basically there's been issues about with that. the infrastructure. Yeah. We'll get um, Louis Lafon, who has written in before. He said, um, "Can we talk about this? There's major problems with ultimate team and career mode. Um, I think this could be an interesting talking point." So the interesting, the thing about um, basically there were issues with trading piles and watch lists and the auction house. And EA kind of acknowledged this. And the last few days, they're rolling out, they said they're going to roll out a patch that's going to fix this. Um, we apologise for a delay in the FIFA 13 title update. A knock-on issue was detected in the patch planned for this weekend, so it was held. We're working with our partners to establish a new schedule for the update, and we'll provide information as soon as it becomes available. And that was a that was a good few days ago now. Um, so I think this is affecting, as all these things, they're affecting the really dedicated hardcore players who... Mm. Pumped a lot of time into Ultimate Team. Now, so obviously, you reviewed the game for IGN. Why? Why were? Why were none of these problems noticed? Because then? when you review a game, you're reviewing it kind of in isolation, and you're not taking the game online because all that infrastructure isn't up and running yet. So you're basically reviewing not an early version of the game because the game's usually finished, but a lot of those functionality you can't test in a review. Mm. You're, you're under review you're conditions. You're reviewing a game that's not in, running at full not capacity. Active. It's not active. Yeah. The service isn't active. You're basically reviewing a, like kind a of a de- an extended demo version yeah. of it. Yeah, you're running it in, yeah. Like driving a car in a wind tunnel. You don't know until you get that's out of the I road, did. yeah. I was playing FIFA in a wind tunnel. Wait, <laughs> that was weird. What were we yeah. doing that for? I don't know. They said, do you want to come along? I was like, yeah. They keep firing footballs at I like tunnels and wind. So... <laughs> It, it tipped my Van diagram. Um, and then the other problem this week was FIFA 13 on the Wii U. Now, I've been hearing about this. Is is it so, like slightly crippled on the Wii U? It's not the same game. It's what now? So it's another... <coughs> we have this issue with the we um, the FIFA 13 versions of on Vita and Wii being the same games as the year before. And it's a similar situation with it on Wii U. That's basically going to be FIFA 12 on the Xbox and PlayStation. So what they did, um, there's a team in Vancouver Vancouver who's working alongside the team who made FIFA 13 on Xbox, PC, PlayStation. Mm. So they both started from the same starting line, which was FIFA 12. One team went off and made the game that got nine on IGN. The other team went on to Wii U. Most of their time, 80% of their time has been taken up by just getting that game onto Wii U's operating system, just getting it functioning. And the other 20% of the time, they've used that to incorporate the gamepad. So like touch to shoot, touch to pass, all that sort of You can of change the tactics on the t- touchpad, yeah. can't you? Yeah, like smart glass. Yeah. So all that, the, the rest of the time has been that. So all the kind of gameplay enhancements and new mechanics that mm. you find in FIFA 13 on consoles isn't there in Wii U because they couldn't take it back from the other team. Because every time they got one of those features running on the Wii U, obviously it would be changed. So you had these two projects running in tandem mm. and there wasn't much conversation between the two of them. So again, if you're on a Nintendo console this year, you can't own the latest version of the game, which is a bit crap. So it is it is, it is a more up-to-date version than FIFA 12, but it just isn't as, yes. like, as fully featured just, as just the to clarify, one on Xbox it is, It's a more PS3. up-to-date version, but it is still mainly that game. Like It's using... It, it's not the game that you would play on Xbox. Hmm. 
It doesn't have like the fir- the new dribbling system. It doesn't have the first touch system. It doesn't have ultimate team even. I mean, all this, all these rumblings of third party support for Wii U, are just starting to ring a bit empty. Well, that's now, aren't really they? upsetting. Like, yeah. if you're, you know, it kind of completely conflicts with everything that's been said about the Wii U being, you know, the next generation console, and one of its launch titles effectively isn't even a current gen title. Mm. It's not looking good, is it? It's a worry. I mean, I think I think ultimately, when it comes down to it, Nintendo Wii U will will, will not live or die on its third party titles, will it? First party, it'll but be its first it, party it, titles. It's like, how long can Nintendo do that for? Like, yeah. they do need the wider support. Um, I mean, there's probably quite a few more Mario's they can churn out. But yeah, um, but you know what? I I, I think there's even fatigue setting. With yeah, that, there is going to be fatigue setting with that. They won't stop being amazing games, but I think the the audience might not be there for. Because I think you know, if you if if you're a more casual gamer, not exactly casual gamer, but if you're if you're a kind of part time gamer, and you look at what's coming out on the Wii U, and you see that it's titles that came out last year or the year before on existing consoles, you're just going to shrug and say, "Why would I bother?" And then you think in Mario or appeal appeal to kids, but I'll tell you what, kids kids are playing Skylanders. Yeah. They're loving Skylanders because mm. they've got toys as well. And that means they can use the same console as their mum and dad. Why are mum and dad going to buy out buy another console? Mm. Yeah. it it's. I think it appeals maybe more to us who grew up as a Nintendo generation when they were kind of it. Kez is not here to defend the Wii U this week, which is her, her job at IGN now is to be Wii U <coughs> defender because we all do seem to be, have quite a down on it. Have you, you know, maybe oh, we are going to be surprised. I, I want to be I'd, surprised. I'd like I to be surprised. Know. I'd like to be surprised as well, but I think it's just a bit too close to the Wii, yeah. I think. Did you it's see confusing. the Wii? Did you see the TV ad that Nintendo rolled out during... Uh, I can't think what it was now. Uh, I think it was like during the X Factor or something, but um, yeah, there was a new TV ad and it was a boring mess. It took basically it was these are the five new things that are new about the Wii U. This it is a was new kind console. of like an education out there. Yeah. It's almost like oh, okay. Adam Buxton did the voiceover on it, but um, yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, it, it was just a weird advert. You got to check it out because that sounds like an infomercial. Yeah, like, mm. it, it oh, exactly. Really, was. we need to re-educate you. This is new. This is new. That's exactly what it was. And the thing with but the it's Wii, so with the Wii is. They sold that within five seconds of showing you it because yes. you saw it and you thought that's I've never new. had that before. Yeah. Never had thought, that I before. want to play tennis. Yeah, I want yeah. to do that. I don't want to do that now. But they showed this and they showed the whizzing of the, um, the shurikens using the touchpad. Yeah. Um, they showed the Batman thing. And when it's like you can see things you can't normally see on your screen, on your second screen, and then he's having to show you what, what that looks like. It's like... You know what? It's bloody distracting. Yeah. Yeah. We're playing a racing game. I played Sonic All-Star Racing Transformed. Still the worst title of any game. And <laughs> What, worse than PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale? Yeah, because that's got Royale in it, and everything's better with Royale, <laughs> as Pulp Fiction illustrates. Mm. Um, but it's just, when you, you can, like, apparently when you fire a power-up, you can see the power-up hitting its target on the small screen. Why in a racing game am I ever going to take my eyes off what I'm doing? Yeah, you need to affix that small screen above your big screen, like it's a rear view mirror. Wasn't there a thing you could do? Used to be able to do Vita. With, with GT, oh. yeah, Gran Turismo, where you had you had a PSP as your rear view mirror. But why would you ever use that? I don't know if they did that in the end. I remember it was talked about. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I've never seen it. See, that to me doesn't sound like such a silly idea. But smart glasses out uh, well, end of this month. Yeah, the updates. Yeah, on. yeah. So I mean, we'll see how, what difference that makes because if they can, I bet that's easier and quicker to do. Because I can use you can use that on your iPhone straight away, yeah. can't you? You don't even need mm, an extra cool. uh, extra device to be able to do all that stuff. Right. So uh, shall we talk about happier and brighter things than 
Wii U. Yes, let's talk about shiny, happy things. Skyfall. I've not seen it. I know you're not scared, and, and just so everyone knows, we're not going to go to spoilers. But if you want spoilers, you're going to watch Skyfall this weekend. You should come back to IGN. We're going to do a spoiler cast like we did for The Dark Knight. And we're mm. going to talk about every aspect of Skyfall in lurid detail. Whoa. Yeah. Um, that's just going to be me and Stu. Because mm. nobody else has managed new, to see new, it. New Camaro de Mayo. So we saw it two weeks ago now. Is that's it. That it. Keep ago? rubbing it in. Okay. No spoilers <laughs> in this. Just to reiterate. And it's the best James Bond film. Ever. How can you say that though? How can you say that? You can, how can you dissent? You're not seeing it. All right, Tom. What do you think the best Gubbins. Bond film ever is? Uh, from Russia with Love. It's better than From Russia with Love. There you go. The <laughs> thing is, I reviewed oh. I reviewed the movie for um, the site, and on Monday, I remember some people in the office reading the review. They didn't even read it. They just saw the last line. They went, "Best Bond movie ever," like you did. They got "Best Bond movie ever." Oh, those are big words. Well, yes and no. Obviously, it's a big claim to make. But at the same time, a lot of the movies are average. Yeah. yeah, like there's something great about them. Yeah. Something lovely, so. lovely about them, like the iconography, all the different collectible elements, all the go- girls, the gadgets. I remember this one, that one. Yeah, and they're part of our culture, but a lot of them are just all right. Yeah, no, that's and true. And this is that's a proper, true. proper movie. Yeah, like, what always used to bug me is is especially during the uh, Roger Moore years is is when he'd go to to queue. And he'd get just the right amount, yeah, precisely of gadgets yeah. that he would need throughout the yeah. film. Yeah, never yeah. anything reverse engineered. Yeah. 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 I actually think that, you know, like a few years ago after the kind of the born and 24 phenomenon and Bond looked dated with Die Another Day looked really dated. I think even Casino Royale now looks I was going to say, if you go back to Casino Royale after watching Skyfall, that feels like an old Bond movie. Mm. Well, I, went, it, I watched Casino Royale after watching the th- all four Bourne films recently and it just... It is, it, I remember people at the time like, oh, it's gritty. And like yeah. the fight scenes are. The yeah. opening like, sequence. Is, and when he sits with her in the shower, that's great. Yeah. And there's blood running down him. But when the woman in a bikini is riding a horse, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And when he def- like defribs himself. Yeah, that is that's ridiculous. ridiculous as well. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That just, well, not saying anymore, but no way would either of those elements appear in Skyfall. No. Yeah. They get close to that in one scene, which I don't want to talk about. But. Okay, we'll, do, we'll save that for yeah, tomorrow. We'll but we just wanted to mention Skyfall because it's out this week. So well, and- can I, in Quantum Solace, there was this bit in uh, MI6 headquarters where they had like this like hologram screen where they were throwing like, pitch, like screens yeah. and stuff around. Is that in Skyfall no. at all? None Nothing in Skyfall appears like you w- we wouldn't have it in the office. Right, cool. That's really? the good thing, yeah. Like There's that. like, or like, well, no, they have good computers. There's a, there's there's a, there's even there's even a server room and it reminds of, people reminds of our server room. Yeah, they have a, like there's nothing there's no fantastical technology. I mean to be to be honest with you, some of the actual kind of uh, computer kind of the computer science, the engineering behind yeah. software is a bit suspect. But you know what? That's in every single Hollywood movie yeah, ever made. I, the fact that James Bond uses a Sony phone. It's probably a good good example. I don't know what phone he uses. Be, he must use a Sony he, phone. He does use a phone in one scene. I don't. But the only. The, there's a product placement for Heineken in two moments in the in the film and because there's no other kind of product placement it does feel a bit like oh mm. that's the only thing I didn't there is a lot more product placement though it's just more subtle yeah that's the only that's the only conspicuous example but it's not as conspicuous as oh nice watch is that a Rolex Omega mm. like he does in Casino Royale oh, which is just God. awful yeah. He gets that Vio laptop out, which has got Vio written across the back. <laughs> yeah. how, how to make James Bond look really shit. But Sam Mendes said he, he they were approached that what, at the start of, of shooting, before, you know, when they're still at script stage, he is presented by the studio with a list of companies that would like to place products in the film. But Alice is and massive. Sam, and Sam Mendes just said that he went, yes, 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 no, no, yes, no, no, yes, yes. 
and just just right. These ones will fit into the structure of the movie. These one won't, so that we're yeah. not going to use them. But him drinking Heineken is completely he acceptable. Keeps his, he keeps his hand over the label. Yeah, you don't even see it really that it's well, a Heineken. And he bottle. would drink branded beer. It's like in the Sopranos yeah. when they used license. He drinks like um, uh, Red Stripe in one of the Sean Connery ones. Does he? I think nice. it might even be Doctor No. There's Red Stripe but, placement in it. But the no. thing is, it's, it's reassuring because I think they've got. No, they really, <laughs> they really trusted um, Sam Mendes. I think. Yeah. After quantum they went actually you take care of this because i know there was pressure for him to do it in 3d and he just said I, no no because <laughs> imagine how wrong that would have felt in 3d it would not have been a bond movie same with dark knight as well it wouldn't yeah every man and his dog is selling something off the back of james bond at the moment though, don't you think well that man and his dog is selling his, that dog. Man and his yeah. dog yeah but everything uh, all the books are coming back as audio books like the aftershave you You've called this, haven't you? You think it's going to be the highest grossing movie in the UK this year? I think so. It could be. Everyone, it could be of all time. Get, try and get tickets for this weekend. I've got tickets. Oh, well, no, no, I'm saying if you try and... Na- like, I know lo- everyone's going to see it this weekend. Yeah. I know oh, views, views I'm, numbers are doing specific over-18s only screeners oh, as well. Oh, man, that's what I need. Well, I'm going oh, to but look at that. Look, sick man. I'm checking out my phone. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I'm, I'm going to see it on a Sunday morning at like 10.30, that's which is good. a good time because yeah. you All the don't go to the yeah. bed. I want to see it a good couple more times before it leaves cinemas. Mm. I've got IMAX tickets booked as well. Have you? Oh, yeah. IMAX would be good. Oh, will yeah. it though? Will it? Will well, it I don't know if it will, but I just fancy seeing it on IMAX as well. I don't know how I thought the screen it, we saw I, it on was brilliant. I don't know how they'll do it for IMAX because it's obviously oh, it's full 235. I've seen, I've seen other films in IMAX. Yeah. So it's not full IMAX height. No, but it's still massive. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, definitely go see it and yeah. then come back for the spoiler cast over the weekend. Yes, please do because uh, we've got a There's lot so much to talk, talk about in that movie as well. Um, so keeping on the subject of movies. More films. There's a trailer for a rather big movie that's coming out next you'd, May. You'd never know that there was a trailer coming out because they didn't release about 20 different <laughs> yeah. images and is four a, different trailers for one trailer. Is this a We're horrible Iron Man precedent? 3, obviously. There was it a is. teaser for the teaser for the teaser. There was a teaser There was a for teaser the for the trailer and then there was also another second teaser for a trailer. Just this itself was a teaser just trailer. Just put it on. Just, just show us the trailer. It. Show us the trailer. Ridiculous. The thing is, it works because we're all totally alike. Works. Oh, look, there's a teaser trailer. What are we trailer. talking about? Iron, Iron Man, Man 3. 3. Thank you. We have said it, Grandad. No, you haven't. I did say did it. Did you? Say, yeah. yeah. I didn't hear you. Um, so what does everybody think of that? Rich Bear Park, what do you think? It looks amazing. I'm a big fan of Iron Man. I've Even Iron say. Man 2? Even, uh, do you know what? I really liked Iron Man 2, I have to say. There are, good, there, good, good, the, there are good bits in Iron Man 2. There are great bits, like the bit where... Um, Suitcase suit. Yeah, yes. when he's oh. <laughs> in the race cars and when he gets the whips out for the first None time. None of them makes sense. It's bad I haven't seen Iron Man 2. Should I just skip it and go straight to Iron Man 3? No, no I've watched watch it. it. Yeah. Watch it. It's watch on it. Netflix. And also oh, when yeah. he's back to back with um, the uh, the other guy. Um, yeah, War, War Machine. War Machine, yeah. Although the ending is just a bit of a mess. And um, Sam Rockwell gets shortchanged. Oh, Sam Rockwell, he does the dance. Oh my God. They're so getting good. good people for the Iron Man villains, though. They're wasting them. Yeah. But mm. they've got Guy Pierce and Ben Sir Ben Kingsley yeah. for Iron Man 3. Guy Pierce playing, playing someone his own age. Yeah. yeah. Which is a shame, because he does an old man very well. <laughs> does me? he? Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Savile, what? What? No. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very dark, though. Lacking the humour. I kind of like that. But What's wrong with that? Isn't that? That's following the comics, isn't it? Because Iron Man does go a bit... Uh, on the wayside, he yeah, becomes an alcoholic, what's the, what's that the, kind of thing. So it's, it's, demon, it's demon, like, demon in a bottle. Demon in a bottle. The, but the they said story. they won't do that. But the, I think they are going to touch probably on some of the darkness because he says in the trailer that he's been having nightmares. And, and he's from yeah, sleeping. There's, there's a scene in the trailer where um, the Iron Man suit 
grabs Pepper Potts. That looks. But I think that's probably scary. a dream. I reckon. I think that's it's that, or it, because you know that it's based Extremist. on the extremist story. So there's like nanobots that live within the suit. Cool. Yeah. So it's become sentient itself, or it's yeah. become programmed itself. I, I reckon so he'll probably have to battle his own suit. Because Possibly. I think, yeah. Well, I, the yeah. thing is, in right. in the, right, we know that's happening. Well, don't in, we? Yeah. I don't know. Well, in the comics, in the extremists, like I, I've read them a long time ago. But he develops nanobots, so he fuses. He realizes he's getting slow because he has to operate it like a piece of machinery. Yeah, like he pulls stuff, he moves stuff, um, like the power loader in Aliens. But in the extremists, it's basically he becomes one with the machine, so it's tied into his brain. So when he moves, the machine moves, and eventually, it's just like a, a thin layer, isn't it, of nanobots? Not yeah. actually a heavy suit. He's like basically one with the machine. Which would be cool if they do that. But mm-hmm. I don't know how you do that all in two hours. Because they had that problem with Venom in Spider-Man. It's just too much exposition. Mm-hmm. It's great if you're doing it over six months worth of comics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, my only concern was there seemed to be a lot going on. And I just don't want to do another Spider-Man 3. Because that was such a huge disapp- disappointment. It's written and directed by Shane Black. That's a good thing. That is a great thing. I just um, think you'll write and brilliant you were, dialogue for You it. were saying that it's set, it's set, set at Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, like a lot of Shane Black movies are set at Christmas. Brilliant. I love movies that are set at Christmas that aren't about Christmas, yeah. like Die Hard Die and Hard. Gremlins. Gremlins, hmm. yeah. Love that. Well, you say Gremlins isn't about Christmas. It's quite a, it's, it's a major no, I, theme that runs through I, it. I know, but it's not explicitly <laughs> a Christmas movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Do you? No, you don't. I do. Thank you. I, I do, but I, I blanked. I, I just. What kind of fucked up Christmas days do you have? Well, sticking the, gremlins in microwaves. No, there was the one time that we found my dad three months later stuck up the chimney when the darkness came. <laughs> yeah. He uh, finished emptying his sack in your room there. So is never it, finished that, mate. It's out in May though next year. May, yeah. Oh. Christmas. Yep. That's all right. So long. Is it? Yeah, it's so not long six to wait. months. Eight. Eight. Tom. Eight. Can you not do maths, Tom? Well, math. Math. Um, it's not. It's basically six oh. months. Let's just call it six months. Right. It's basically let's six round months. It up. Let's round it down. Can we have a big IGN uh, trip like we did for Avengers? Yeah, I think we should do that for Skyfall. We should do it for Skyfall. We should yeah. do it for Skyfall. Um, I'm going to ask Ian that. All right then. Ian's our boss. He'll Hello. take us. Everyone, email Ian at. Um, <laughs> yeah. So probably, give... if they thought long and hard enough, they probably could. Work no, out. no, so, don't. No, I'm just saying, don't. if people thought long and hard enough, they could probably work that out. Don't. Okay. Um, what? Iron Man 3 next year is going up against Thor yeah and that'll a, beat it it'll be, Iron Man will beat it yeah I, I, think, think. I think it's going to be really weird seeing those guys in individual movies Surely, after seeing the Avengers yeah there, there'll be tie-ins though. thing is There's though there will be overlaps. after the Avengers I'm actually dying to see more of them now yeah like oh, especially see. Thor because like I, thought, I didn't really think Thor 1 was that good in the movie oh but. rewatch it I do think I've watched it, I've rewatched it. Yeah, I still oh, rewatch it. Like rewatch it until you agree with me. Okay. <laughs> but now after you seeing him in Avengers, yeah. I, I, I really want to I'm thirsting th- for more. Hey. There we go. I didn't I didn't like Thor at all. I thought he was a shit character. All right. I thought he was great in Avengers. Nah. You didn't like Avengers anyway. I didn't like Avengers that much, no. No. Um It didn't have Diana Rigg in it. I got awfully confused. <laughs> you always get confused. Wally Feister called it Patrick Pauling as well. Wally Fister. Is it Fister or Feister? I don't oh. know. But I can't believe the movie. He, he said it was an appalling movie. He couldn't understand why certain ca- um, camera shot. angles were used. Yeah, he was he like, said, it didn't make any sense whatsoever. I agree with them. I think that's. He started off in doing porn movies, didn't he? Or skin flicks? Who? He or did soft, uh, Roger Fister. Corman movies. Yeah, uh, he did a lot of like. Um, Maybe I just imagine. Oh, um, Cronenberg started off doing pornos. Yeah. Yeah, and there's somebody else as well. I can't think. I know yeah, there's somebody else. There's a ta- there's a name that you're thinking. Ron Jeremy. Fuck so. <laughs> Stuart Reed. 
Stuart, Stuart used to shoot a lot of points back yeah. in the day in the eighties. He did the what? Uh, he did the window cleaner series. I actually, had to, the, the actually, window cleaner of Dagenham. One of my one of my old jobs was 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 cutting what proper porn films so that they could be shown on British <laughs> porn channels because you can't actually show any proper. Porn, so you, you cut out the good bits. So I had to cut out all the good bits. What did you do with all the good bits? I bet there's millions of teenage boys real. out there yeah, who, yeah. who are cursing you right yeah. now. Um, Is that where it all went wrong for you, Stu? Yeah, you say wrong. I met Robin Asquith once. No, did you? Little fella. He's Robin Asquith. From the Professions of a Window Cleaner. Oh, right. Yeah. Window Cleaner, driving instructor, pop performer. I think that's the three. Versatile performer, wasn't he? holiday camp was one as well. Right, let's move on to our last topic. This happened last night in California. Apple held a press conference. <laughs> Tim Cook came on stage. Everyone got disappointed because he realised it wasn't zombie Steve Jobs. And he <laughs> announced a lot of weird products. Do you want to talk about them? Which ones? All of them, Tom. What, right. they what, what, do, what do we want to start with? Should we start with the iPad mini? Well, let's come on to that. Wait, now, I'm... iPods were done when they did iPhone 5. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they've all been refreshed. Oh, okay. The iPod Touch looks very nice now. Yeah. Basically, an iPhone 5 chassis. Isn't it's it? incredibly thin as well. Yeah. And it's a lot cheaper than an iPhone 5. But anyway, anyway, that was ages ago. Let's okay, talk yeah. about iPad mini. Okay, so they came out, and the first thing they actually did was they announced an iPad 4. <laughs> so no one's expecting that. Six months later, yeah. they went, and the thing is, they were quite balls out about it as well. They didn't like really hide it. They went, here's a new iPad. They didn't go, oh, we've just changed the, the dock connection and put in the new chip. They basically went, Here's the new iPad. So that's new iPad. Look at that. That's crazy. Six months. That's a right kick in the teeth for iPad. Right. Years, isn't yeah. It? It's a right kick in the teeth. And I was on Twitter last night following um, Twitter alongside the conference. And a lot of people were outraged. But the people I follow on Twitter would be outraged by this. Yeah. My mum bought an iPad 3 in when it came out. She will not give a shit that yeah. there's a new one. Yeah. Yeah. And... Loads of people bring out products. It's because I think we're quite accustomed to Apple doing a kind of a yearly cycle. There's kind of this consumer outrage. But nobody made you go buy an iPad on day one. No. Nobody made you buy it in the first six months. And you know what? They've announced a new one. All one still works fine. I've got an iPad too. Still works fine. I still like it. I don't understand what, you know, I, can, I do kind of understand the rage. But I think, like... The devoted people or people like to bitch will bitch, but I think majority of the consumers who buy Apple products won't care. Yeah. What do you think? Good point, well made. Thank you. What I do don't you think? really, you know me and Apple products. I, I don't get the whole cult of Apple thing anyway. I've got. An but it's iPad not 3, no, but, but the cult of Apple. No, stuff I mean, aside, I think, I think, can you like recognise them objectively as good products? Do you actually think they're bad products? <sighs> I think they're good products. What I don't like is that is the the walled garden they force you to exist in. Right, okay. Such a boring thing to be mad about. It's not though. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm an inveterate tinkerer of electronic goods. I like to open the bonnet and get inside it. And I'd say you're in the, you're in the minority then. I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. Not in the circles you mix in. Exactly. T- tinkerers. <laughs> the tinkerers. So, um, yeah, and also releasing just six months after the Apple, the new iPad. I, I, I think for for people that are fans of of of. Um, Apple products that is a kick in the teeth though because they, they kind of get used to their yearly dishing out of new things to cover and new things to fondle yeah. and then for six months in to come and say you know what I think we'll make you pay again if you like us that much but we're they're, not making you pay they're not no but, but come on but- yeah, no they're not but they're not nobody's forcing you to do that no they're not but that is the kind of mindset that, that Apple have been working to get people but in not, and that's the whole but reason not just that, Apple, no but though. it's it's <laughs> 
Other people release new products. Like if I bought a PC, will it not be out of date in six months' time? Yeah. Samsung are really releasing new TVs. My TV's old now. There's like, but other pe- companies do it. I don't understand why. They release a lot more products than Apple, I would say. Yeah, I don't. And I would, I would say Apple do go out of the way. Not out of the way, but their software updates are more backwards compatible with old their older products than other companies do. Like you can install. Um, like the latest OS X on Mac to laptops that came out ages ago. I don't think you can do that with certain like Windows. Yeah, you can. Can you? Yeah. Have I been misled? Yeah. But you told me that. No, I didn't. So they didn't just update iPad. They updated MacBook Pro with a Retina screen, thirteen, 13 inch. inch. They updated the Mac Mini, giving it My more Mini bells, is quite a good bit, bells yeah, and whistles. Actually. Yeah, I think yeah. it's quite nice. Mm. Um, they, they updated the iMac as well. Now that looks like a serious sexy awesome, little kit, doesn't it? It does. But did you see it? Did you see the live event when he turned, he kind of turned it around? Yeah, but it's like thick how, at the back. Yeah, he was like, "Look how thin this is," and then tried to angle it so that the camera would only get it where it looks five millimeters. Thick. Yeah, it's on right the at the side. And then, it, then but obviously, but the thing is, I don't think anyone's going to mind because it's not really a portable machine. No, it's just sit there in your study or on your desk. It's a beautiful yeah. looking thing, and they've got the Fusion Drive in it, which is kind of a hybrid of flash and hard drive. Mm-hmm. Is it? Oh. And it reallocates programs depending on which ones you use more frequently to the flash. So say you use Aperture a lot, put that on your flash drive so it's faster, which is quite nice. That's quite clever. Smart. Um, it's nothing that Windows can't do, though. Well, all right. Just saying. Nothing Windows can't do. Just saying. So you are defending Windows. Yep. What you're, are you now going to appear as a character witness for Jimmy Savile? Brilliant. Here's why I defend Windows, because I use Windows every single day of my working life. And the version of Windows that I am using is pretty much rock solid. I, I use Windows and I use um, the Apple uh, uh, OS. equivalent OS. And Windows is nowhere, nowhere near as reliable as the OS I'm using. My OS is like four years out of date as well. It's like, I don't know, I know where, what planet you live on well i live on a planet, planet where i regularly update people. my pc yeah he said smugly <laughs> we regularly update my um, <laughs> pc i think you're fine <laughs> but my pc's a piece of shit my macbook's my macbook's fine <laughs> Just so, oh so let's move on and they announced the ipad mini which iPad is actually mini. quite amusing because yeah. a couple of years ago steve jobs said quite categorically Seven-inch tablets aren't a good idea. If you want a seven-inch tablet, I'll also send you a file to file down your fingers to use it. He's gone, so they brought it out. I was actually thinking, I was thinking last night, are these the first decisions that we're seeing that are quite clearly not Steve not Jobs's? Steve Jobs, yeah. yeah. Like, because I've heard Six pro- months. there's products that I think are in development that he still had a hand in that will come out at some point, but these kind of short-term decisions, like, I think the iPad Mini's like, from what I understand, the iPhone 5 is the last thing that he actually had a hand in the creation of. Right, okay. And I think the uh, when it comes out, if it comes out, the, the Apple TV. Yeah. The the actual set. Yeah, I now he, that's... Cause was, I would have thought we might have seen something about that by now, because right. if he was working... That's an like, entire event on its own, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the thing with the iPad mini is... It's, I said that... The, Yesterday before the conference, I thought if they released that, which I, we kind of knew they were at that yeah. point, I thought they'd target the education market, and that's kind of what they did with it—small and affordable. But I reckon they're trying to get that like in every school. Affordable, yeah, two hundred and sixty-nine pounds, thirty-nine. What? Affordable. Or Kindle Fire, one hundred and fifty-nine. But that but, to me is affordable. Okay, you, I don't, but what's the value of all the people who are going to develop for that platform? 
You that, say no, you I'm said sorry, no, but what's point affordable? What's point of spending seventy pound less on something if? the vast majority of people are going to create interactive textbooks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. or doing that on another platform. Well, but, but you no, see, just, if you sell, if you price your product cheaper, so you've got like a Kindle Fire or something like that, price that cheaper, therefore market penetration is is higher, then you'll get more people uh, working on that platform anyway. Yeah, but... but it's chicken and egg though, isn't it? But that's not going to happen. They've already reached critical mass. Mm, we'll they already see. have. We'll they, see. They're late to the party with the iPad Mini. They're late to the party. Mm. Re- they still sell millions and millions. Yeah, and millions. yeah. And, and, I'll, I'll, I think I'll. You saying one. yeah? Yeah, but but we'll see. but if they sell millions, mm. what do you mean we'll see? It's just, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But if we if the if if the narrative that we're predicting is they're going to sell millions, does that not mean they'll be the dominant? That's the narrative you're predicting. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. All right then. Fine. What's, what's we'll your what's yours? What's your prediction? I yours don't is, have a prediction. That's why I'm saying we'll see. That's why I'm saying that. We'll see what happens. Put I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, make a prediction. Make a prediction. I don't want to make a prediction. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> well, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, yeah, but you've made a prediction. Hey, this is a fucking prediction. Guys, just take your clothes off and fuck. <laughs> you, 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 your tenure as a mystic was terrible. You're a palm reader. What's going? I don't know. I don't want to be drawn. I don't want to be drawn on it. I don't want to be drawn on it. Five quick, please. You look older than you did because your palms are all right. Brilliant. Thank you. Right, we're moving on to read if. F you. Who's got some? I've got one. Good. I think this refers to something you were talking about last week. I think Rich, were you the only one on last week? Uh, talking about right. a re, a re, just Rich. Was it just Rich last week? Just, was it? Uh, just well, no, I did all the voices. Fox remake are remaking Gavin and Stacey. Is that right? Yeah. And this guy's going. This is going to be an abomination. How could anyone compare to Nessa? That's from Aaron. Right. I've never watched Gavin and Stacey, so I could not give a I fuck. I haven't watched it either. I did watch it. Did it you was, enjoy it? It was very good. Oh, might watch it. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about this last week, and the conclusion we came to is: Americans, please just stop making our shows. Stop doing it. Yeah, stop it. Has it been a really good remake of something? The Office. Yeah, Office is pretty. Anyone that's Office yeah. is good when it kind of doesn't feel under the shadow anymore, and it does like its own original episodes. Yeah, the first two series is a bit awkward because you go, "Oh, I've kind of seen this before," but when it actually goes off, it's. It's oh, Carell, you know what? Steve Carell's brilliant um, in that. I had a bit of trouble with with, with this season of uh, Thick of It because some of the gags are also used in Veep. Really? Yeah, right. one or two I've of them are used in Veep. Veep. Cheeky. Yeah, Cheeky. but that's that's a good American remake. Veep is good. Uh, we've had a, uh, an email from Aidan McCulloch. Are any of you planning to play the new Need for Speed Most Wanted? Oh, it's funny you should <laughs> say that. <laughs> that's oh, I'm actually reviewing Need for Speed Most Wanted and we got it in the office beginning of this week and we've been playing it a bit. And it is good. I can't give you the official IGM review because I've not played it enough yet, but it's fucking good. It does look good. It looks. You like really it, don't you, Tom? Fun. Oh, it's beautiful. It looks yeah. uh, stunning. I, I mean, the, I, the the what is it? The uh, Frostbite engine just is absolutely mind blowing. What, what, what else has that been used in then? I don't know if it's Frostbite actually. I'm sure, it is. Isn't it? Is it? I'm not sure if it is. All oh, right, but Frostbite is um, used by Battlefield Three last year. Right. Okay, yeah. He also it suggests um, Barry Scott for the Christmas message. Hi, I'm Barry Scott. For like three min- five minutes of that. Yeah, we actually stu- we should get um start emailing people about Christmas message. Can we do we'll that? Get, we'll get on that after yeah. this podcast. Forgot about Barry Scott. Yeah, really did. He's then- very forgettable. <laughs> I just forgot about Barry Scott. Oh, I and then he came back to me. And I thought, <laughs> bam. Then 
Um, uh, uh, hi, IGN, uh, says Cassio. Wow, what a cool name. Cassio Magales. I hope I'm pronouncing that. He's Brazilian, you see. Right, he's got a, you. Hold on. He's a Brazilian man, and he's living in London, <laughs> and he loves listening to the IGN UK podcast. Two questions. In fact, three. Uh, make your mind up, mate. You do have the option to delete words on an email and then put the correct number in, so you could have actually just said, I have three questions. Shoot. I never played Assassin's Creed, and now there's even talk about a movie. Is it worth playing all of them, or should I just skip to the latest one? I think you could probably do jump in with two and then move straight on to three. Yeah. What's, what's he talking about? I wasn't listening. Assassin's Creed. That's Creed. Yeah, I've not played any of them, so. I played the second one and the 2.75, okay. about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Second question, what's a good game to play with your boyfriend or girlfriend? My vote Sex. would go for, yeah, hide the sausage. <laughs> <laughs> and number three, where can I find pictures of you guys? Christ, I hope that's not related to the second question. Uh, uh, Facebook.com <laughs> forward slash IGN UK. Cool. Cool name, Casio. Watch out. Um, hey, I've got an email. Hey, you still got, got it. it. Yeah. Still got it. I've got an email here from Sharia. Well, what now? Sharia. 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 They would Sharky. like us to get Nolan North to do our Christmas message because he does all sorts of good voices. That isn't it. We've yeah. got some Nolan North um, <laughs> uh, ideas that we've never used. No, we haven't. She was recorded over them. Yeah. I'll take Coronation Street over them on his VHS. <laughs> He's got he's got every episode of Cory. Please find them. <laughs> They're ones of Nathan Drake who listens the to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. find them, Stuart. Find them, lazy bastard. <laughs> I don't know where they are. Right. Okay. So is what's out? Oh. What is what is out this week, Tom? On the movies? Would oh, you like? To, I'll do games first. Then do games. Okay. Out this week, you've got Forza Horizon. Forza Horizon. I've been playing that as well, just to do a little quick comparison with Need for Speed. And Forza Horizon is really good. It's an open world racing game. You're driving through kind of a miniature state of Colorado from the mountains to the canyons. It's a lot of fun. That's really good. And then Warfighter is also out this week. We kind of Ooh. talked about that earlier. Let's so. not talk any more about Warfighter. Yes, but um, some movies are out this week as well. Um, it says Halloween is out. The original's getting a re-release. Is, is that it? right? Yeah. It's very good. Mm. It's, it's excellent. Good. It's excellent. Um, if you've not seen it, go see it. Yeah. Um, Room 237. Now, this is a documentary, isn't it? Yeah, we've not seen this. Chris has seen this yeah. and he says it's quite good. Mm. Um, it's about conspiracy theories and also uh, multiple interpretations, like really deep readings of Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, how it's maybe an allegory for the disenfranchisement of the Native American Indian. So that sounds like a laugh. <laughs> um, but the, <laughs> the film of the week is obviously Skyfall. Heavy, yeah. So yeah, go see Skyfall. Everybody sees Skyfall. I want to see Skyfall. Everybody. And then come back on Monday and uh, watch, watch the spoiler cast. Have we plugged that enough yet? Not yet, no. Oh, we do it. <laughs> if not, just come back, watch the video it'll, review. It'll be sock puppets. Uh, or the reviews there at the weekend as well, if you want yeah, to watch the review, watch on YouTube. And I don't think it is Frostbite in uh, Most Wanted. I'm well, totally we'll wrong. find that it was, out for it next week. It was quite hot pursuit, wasn't it? It was Frostbite. Well, they met hot, made Hot Pursuit. Frostbite hmm. was also used by Battlefield. And anyway, have this conversation yourself. Anyway, until next week. Go on, then you do it. Oh, you finish it. Oh, brilliant. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, contact us on Twitter at IGN UK or on Facebook at forward slash IGN UK. Yep. That's it for this week's podcast. We've been the IGN team. Join us next week. Well, you, well you, you're not a team player, Tom. No, <sighs> not at all. So, goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks. Bye.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.